You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Well, if this is the Sunday before Pesach, this must be Rizcha Daraisa. Uh, we've gone from Erev Shabbos uh, to Meitzoy Shabbos, but with all the hachonas for Pesach and everything else notwithstanding. And hopefully we'll be back to an Erev Shabbos schedule soon. I'm Avram Kivalevich, and I'm here with my good friend, Chav Yosef Gavriel Bechofer. And uh, we're thinking right here before Pesach, and uh, the Chagagul, of course, we're all waiting for Nisan We're all waiting for Leo Anovi. We talked about uh, Mashiach elements. But I actually have an idea that uh, I want to ask you, Rav Yosef. Uh, it's actually based on a comic book that I read when I was about seven, eight years old. In this comic book, um, uh, Superman and Batman, which is, uh, they were a team in, in the comic called The World's Finest. And uh, the Joker and Luther, this is before the Joker became this terrible, maniacal killer who just hates the world. He was much more of a clown. The Joker and Luther, somehow Luther creates a time machine that is able to bring back people from the past. He's able to bring back people from the past that would be able to somehow be criminal geniuses for him. And I remember they picked people that, of course, were already in the oil of my MS or not around. And then they brought them back to this time to see if they can help them in their struggle against Superman and Batman. I think in, in that comic, you guys, could, people can look it up if they want to. I think uh, it turns out that I think uh, Luther, because he's such a genius, uh, brings Leonardo da Vinci uh, back. And of course, Leonardo, and, and I think uh, uh, the Joker brings in Baron Munchausen, who was the ultimate Joker. And it turns out that um, da Vinci ends up uh, uh, subverting the villain's plot, and he ends up helping Superman and Batman, and somehow they send them back into his time, because of course, Leonardo da Vinci was a great inventor and a great humanist and, of course, a great hero. So that idea always struck with me about bringing people back from the past in a crisis now. And now that we're here, in the ultimate crisis, maybe of mine and Rabbi Yosef's life, I mean, <laughs> definitely in the world sense. But thinking, and both of us are people who uh, have strong passions, that's what we call this risk of the rice. So who do we bring back now? Uh, who do we bring back if we could to lead us? And I, I want to say before I get to hear from Rabbi Yosef's uh, idea, because I already gave him a sense of who I'm going to bring back. We're going to Rabbi Yosef talk first. I, I don't want this to minimize the leadership that we are seeing today. Um, especially, I think, the Pesachim, I'm going to mention the Pesachim of Herschel Schechter, uh, the 25, 30-page kunteris of, of things, and, and, and I think those things were extremely important to be seen. And, and, and again, I, I don't want to dismiss that the, that the Klaus Yisrael not had halachic leadership at this time. But if we could, if we could have Luther's uh, machine and bring back someone, we have the and bring someone back, who we're going to bring back. Okay, I've set you up. Tell me who you're going to bring back. Now, I, I, I'll give you one last thing. If you want, you can have two. In other words, one to be the halachist and one to be the one to give the vision and the machshava. Go ahead. Well, I'm not sure if it's a profession of halachist because uh, I'm thinking of Reb Shimon Shkop. Um, Reb Shimon Shkop is, obviously had a way of thinking where they say that Reb Chaim said about that Ichfreg Vos un Erfreg Farvos. I ask what, and Rabbi Shimon asks why. 
and I once, I once heard a seum on that, which is probably incorrect, urban legend, Undasis Apicarsus, which uh, Rav Shuvan <laughs> said the Rav Shuvan's derech is Apicarsus, because, uh, yeah, we, we have, the why because is it, because it, there is no other why. Uh, uh, so it, leads to, it leads to Chakira of the wrong sort. Right. So uh, I, I like that Chakira of the wrong sort, and uh, especially because I think that uh, most of it has to do with um, understanding things according to Bottom line, when possible, the uh, psychology of the individual and what goes through people's minds and how people experience things, as opposed to Allah divorced from any uh, experiential reality. So uh, I, I'm going to give the example, not from Rabbi Shemin Shkop, but from Rabbi Yosef Bloch, which is the same, same school of thought, that uh, is because your mind, even after you finish saying something, is still dwelling on that idea for a, for a second or two after you finish it. And uh, that's still part of the mindset and my, and, uh, and uh, thought because you can't really can't uh, cut thoughts into so, specific segments. It's like, of, sort of like, well, like the Baal Shem Tov says that a person is where his machshava is. It's an interesting connection. I never made it before, but fair enough. And of course, I think that the Okay, wait a second, wait a second. Before you get that, I want to understand. Okay, I know you love Rav Shimon, and uh, I, I happen to be a Shari Yosher person myself, plus I love the Kuntresim that Rav Chaim Shmulevitz wrote over the Shiurim, the, the Marachas Kenyonim, and, and other things. And actually, if you take a look in the, um, I think in the Sefer Sikar and Rav Chaim, you see some of Rav Chaim Shmulevitz's Chinar Ilis uh, of um, writings of Rav Shimon, which I think are actually written up beautifully. Um, my Rebbe, Rav Zedlik Epstein, uh, of course, also uh, marrying Rav Shimon's granddaughter, and he helped write uh, the Shiurim. So I'm a, definitely a big Rav Shimon fan. Why do you think Rav Shimon is, is crucial now? What do you, you think he would provide a, 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 a path at, that would help us through Corona specifically? That's, that's what I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get at. Why would Rav Shimon be your... I know you'd like to have him back, so you could become his Talmud Muvak, and he could give you smicha but again. But why would you want him now for this period? Uh, I think human beings have to learn how to think. Uh, the people, are, people are lost in how to think about things. And I think Rav Shimon is a person, Rav Shimon's Mahalach is specifically suited to think people, to give people capacity to think things through. George Bernard Shaw is famous of having said that uh, 2% of people think, 3% of people think that they think, and 95% of people would rather be caught dead than have to think. So, uh, yeah, so, so, but, but again, I, I would say, you know, uh, I can't, I can't, get, I can't think of a witty Bernard Shaw quote that that's appropriate. But I would say that it probably would be sort of like an iceberg moving slowly before the world would change. You're right. Or Shimon would would get his talmidim, right. and he would what get. Is he would... Halacha is a nice thing, but halacha is not, a, a, and it's important, and it's the most important thing. But halacha is doesn't really address the existential issues behind such a magefa. All it does is put bands and put sort of, sort of uh, band-aids on the tumor, and really in a wrong way, not the right way. So, what Rav Shimon, you think would cause a a revolution of of of, of Talmudic slash halachic thinking? That eventually, when the next Corona crisis comes, we're going to have Talmudim who are thinking more Simzach. Is that was that be a good way to to yes. summarize what you're saying? Right. Okay. Uh, again, I. I 
to me, I, I, I think we need a more immediate answer. And I, you know who I'm going to say, but I'm going to say him in a minute. Okay, so who's your who's your Machshava person? Although Rav Shimon was quite a Baal Machshava himself. No, this it's is, the same person. Is, oh, oh, the Hakdama the Shariyosh you're yes, talking about. Yes. Okay. Hakdama Shariyosh is the most important piece of Jewish children <laughs> in the last 500 years. Wow. All right. I've got to, you know what? I, I think we should have a risk on that rise on that. I mean, I, I, I enjoy it, but come on. Yes. <laughs> In the last 500 years, you're talking yes. about, you're talking about Tanya, Devashachayim, yes. Malmed yes. Alta. Well, yeah, yes. It, yeah. All right. Yes. yes. I challenge you to bring me a more important piece, not a safer, more important piece. A more, impe- a more, a more important essay you're talking about. Yes. A more important, complete, uh, Weltanschauung type yeah. of essay right. for the Welt. Yes. Um, yeah, well, well, in other words, not a whole book in terms of, uh, uh, I, I, again, look, it, it definitely doesn't have, uh, the, uh, profundity of, of, of Shimon. But again, I would say, uh, and I would say, look, Shardalad and Evashachayim is not, is not. No, no, what are they? It's all about learning Torah, how Gavald is learning Torah. Is. That's beautiful. There's plenty of people who wrote about Gavald learning Torah, is, including Rav Shimon and Akdoma. Uh, but you're saying in terms of what it means to be a complete total. Well, Abraham, just listen. You know, you're just jealous because they didn't think of it first. That's <laughs> okay. All right. Look, let me see. We'll see. We'll have another show. I'll talk about what I think are are are, are more astonishing uh, pieces. Yeah, again, you have to come up with something. Good luck. Okay. okay you know what? I, I'll tell you right now. Uh, again, <laughs> it sort of it sort of spoils my fun uh, because he's one of because he's one of he's, he's going to be my Baba Machshava, but. Um, I would say, uh, you know, I would say that uh, Rav Cook's Ayanaya uh, in terms of uh, take, about safer again. Are you talking about one specific essay? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. You're right. You you got me stumped at least for now. Okay. So that's your man, Rav Shimon. Okay. So I've already now I've already I've, I've shot my wad. I'll tell you what I think, and you can respond to that. I I think Rav Shimon would be great, and I think especially as uh, you know, we love seeing him in his glasses, and we love seeing this person who was in YU as well. You know, I think he would—he'd be able to be more, even the most modern uh, thinkers. But I'm actually looking for someone who who actually did not look modern at all. And I had the schus to actually be hugged by him and held by him, um, and take a wonderful walk with him. Uh, and he was a distant cousin of mine, was a Shlemes Amon Orabach Satzal, and I think that his approach in halacha is what's would be incredibly useful now. Now, we know that after Rav Moshe's Ptira, Rav Moshe Feinstein's Atzal's Ptira, the world looked to Eretz Yisrael again for their shining lights in Aloha. And again, without uh, negating the Tzitzel Yezer and others, and, 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 and even when Rabbi Yashiv was still there, the Goyin Agoyinim in terms of Aloha, as Rav Heinhand, one other one said, I think one of the Amudim of Aloha, not Hagoyin, but one of the Amudim of Aloha was Rosh Hashanah and it's possible that Rishon Zalman couldn't match Rebel Yoshev in terms of complete hekif, but in terms of... I am, I'm about to be machabed him. He yeah. actually understood that... Wait for a second. He was, again, in terms of the pure Yedias in everything, Rebel Yoshev Listen to what I'm going to say. But in terms of chidush and halacha for the modern world, it's Rishlam Azalman. That's what we need. Rishlam Azalman, unlike Rav Meisha, who relied on his son-in-law for medical and other issues, 
Rishlam Zalman was an incredibly curious person how science works. Rabbi Yoshev did not, does not, did not have that. You know, Rabbi Yoshev needed people to whisper to him. Rishlam Zalman wanted to go tinker with things to figure out how electricity works, to how Inyon work. I, I think that uh, his, what we need now is a science, a, a, a going in, in the halacha that is a marvel in terms of a, a quick study in science as well. As a young man, he wrote, as I said, not only before he argued with the Chazanish, the Mariesh, and in general, much bigger than many of his Talmidim and Kultaira and Rav Neubert, Rishon Mazalman is this giant for our times. And also, here's the other thing, not just because he loved science, but he was willing to apply very mechudishtika halachic chaps that when you thought about it, wow, I can't disagree with that. In terms of in terms of drug trials uh, and other things, he talks. He's medamit to chayero that you're allowed to go out on Shabbos. Again, his tshuva on drug trials is is famous, but it shows that he was willing to to jump to be kaifes into a halachic area that other people have not yet gone to. And I think if we had someone like Rosh Hashanah today. of his stature, and I think if he was back, <laughs> we could bring him back, like with like in that machine. I think he would come. He would give us directions that would give us not only a, a way out in terms of, of how luckily how to handle this, but also come up with solutions for 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 the terrible things that are ahead for us. That's my going in halacha. Okay, you, do you like that choice? I think. Yeah. yeah listen, I was I, I was limited to picking Rav Shimon because uh, you you told me you're going to pick Rav Shimon's almond. I told you before, so you okay. So, all right. So we have you would have taken her from the Zalman first. That's not, okay. So we have okay. So now I want to have my gain in Machshava. Rishlam Zalman is actually very happy in Machshava. He has beautiful chaps, um, but again, that was the schmoozing he gave in Kultera. They're 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 gishmak and brilliant, but they're chaps in terms of his derech of of, of thinking. In terms of uh, of a Weltanschag in Ashkofe, that that's, that really is clearly, you can tell that it's Ruach Chazal. You can tell that it's the Ruach of, of, of what Jewish thought should be. I, I would say, again, Rav Kuk Zatzal. Rav Avram Yitzhak Koyen Kuk. Zeichert But wait, with one caveat. He needs an editor and a good writer to whisper in his ears who understands what he's getting at. He needs a good maturgamim. So to me... I would bring back Rav Cook with Rav Zevin, <laughs> Rav Shoviyes of Zevin, who I think is one of the better interpreters of Rav Cook's ideas, and, and 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 tell him, hey, write it like this. In other words, Rav, Rav Cook would sit there and 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 promote the big picture that we need to hear Nebuch in this time, the same way he was promoting, and nobody was listening what Claudius Roll needed in the beginning of the 20th century, whether it had to do with health. What it had to do with, with the way the new Medina needed to look like or the new Yishim needed to look like. And with, with that combo, I think would be something great. Now, there are people going to tell me that Rev Cook could do the halacha part as well. And, and it's true. His chuvas are definitely interesting. But I don't believe they have the, the extreme chidush of, and, and the scientific element and the understanding of the modern Weltanschauung of, of Arabach. So what do you say? We, uh, we'll, 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 if we can get that machine and that Trias Mason working, what do you think of those choices? 
Well, I, I, Shlomo Zaman, of course, no, no one can debate that Shlomo Zaman would be one of the most uh, important people could possibly imagine bringing back, especially because uh, it's not just, um, sorry, it's not just, um, not just his sucking, but his entire personality and his entire leadership of, uh, yeah, of qualities and the uh, personable nature, right. and aura, and everything. So I don't think anybody can argue with Shlomo Zaman in any way, shape, or form, possibly Shlomo. Um, but in terms of Rob Cook, I, I don't think that he's a, I, I, I don't want to, you know, um, disagree with you outright, but I would say that for, from the masses perspective, Rob Dessler would be a better choice than Rob Cook. Okay. Rob Cook is not easy to understand and he's not easy to, you can get inspired from some of his stuff, but it's, uh, if you want to teach people Rab Machshava and give them uh, decent answers, which you might necessarily not always agree with, but which are Good and pro and profound. I would go for Rav Dessler. Uh, only the Chelik Dalit, though. <laughs> I don't think we need the Rav Dessler over the first three Chalokim. I, I don't think we need this. I don't think we. First of all, no, I disagree. You can dispense with Chelik Beis, maybe. But Kuchas Achet and Chelik Av is very, very important. Yeah. Okay. You look. As 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 it makes sense considering your roots that you would pick from this one. So we've got our, our wish list. And I think if we can somehow, as I mentioned last time, um, use maybe what we could do is turn to their makshava and turn to their halacha and use that, as we talked about last time, as a way for inspiration. They do live, um, as I said on the, uh, you know, when they asked the Rav to write something from Salvechik, when they asked from Salvechik to write something on the 750th yard site of the Rambam, so he said, you know, he should write something. He says, <laughs> I never heard that the Rambam is not alive. In, in a way, that's So we could actually go back to all of these, whether it's Rav Dessler, Rav Kook, Rav Shimon Shkop, um, Rav Shema Zalman. I'll say Rav Zevin too as well, as someone, as, as, as a person who was definitely a person that was Oyev of all Klau Yisrael. And if we, maybe uh, you could come up with your own wish list if you want, of listeners. But these Lechayr can hold us maybe strong. They're here with us in a way, and maybe we can get inspiration to, to find the next one. So that's it before uh, before Pesach. We might be back here on Chalameyed. We wish everyone, of course, the greatest Yontif, uh, a Yontif of Geula, a Gontif that, uh, that we should hear very soon. And thank you, Rabbi Yosef, for taking some time out from your cleaning. I know I can see the sweat on your brow. So I can see that uh, the Rebetzin has definitely uh, put you to work. I'm actually sweating because I have to do the shear tonight, and I'm not really prepared. Oh, I've never seen you sweat over a shear. You've always got something that you can take out of your pocket. This is Rob Kivlevich. Take care, Rabbi Yosef, and a very chag kosher v'someach. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.